The Star Jelly Files, Episode 19, Intermission, Lights in the Sky. Hello everyone, and welcome to this episode of The Star Jelly Files. This week is an intermission episode. Astra and Walter are making their way to the Unknown Universe to meet the Light Beings and go on their rescue mission. Beings from Andromeda and a few other places are on their way to Earth to introduce themselves. Each of these journeys and stories are going to take a little time, though, and it may be a few weeks before we have an update from them. So this week will be a special mini-episode where I am going to share a story from me rather than Astra and the other beacons. As a writer, I often get questions about why I choose the topics I do and if I believe the fantastical things I write about exist or existed somewhere in the universe or not. One of the questions I get asked most often is, do I believe in the paranormal? So many of my stories and the artwork that I create contains paranormal items, and so I think it's natural for people to want to know, do I believe in those things, or do I just use them as story items to be able to create my art? Well, the short answer is yes, I absolutely believe in the paranormal. Believe in ghosts, Bigfoot, aliens, and all the other supernatural things that exist in our world and the universe. I am a firm believer that humans have not discovered everything, even if sometimes it feels like we have, and that there is so much more to learn about and explore in our world and the universe. So for me, within that same realm of thought, I also believe that there's lots of creatures and beings and lots of different things that we haven't discovered either. There's lots of areas of this planet that we haven't explored or haven't explored well. There's lots of things we can't explore until we have different technology or different ways of seeing or hearing or searching. It feels natural to me that there are things we just haven't found or been introduced to yet, or that maybe we're not quite ready to meet. Beyond believing in the paranormal because we haven't discovered everything yet, and I really don't think we ever will, I think there'll always be something new to discover and research and find, I also believe in the paranormal because... There's so much history behind the stories that are told about the paranormal, about Bigfoot and ghosts and aliens and all of these different things that we come into contact with from a story perspective. For instance, stories about Bigfoot have been told for a very, 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 very long time, and they've been told through verbal history and written history, and in some cases through visual history, through paintings and things like that. And the same can be said for a great many paranormal topics, so aliens and things along those lines. So for me, there's always a seed of truth in that storytelling. And a lot of people might say, oh, it's just the imagination and humans tend to imagine similar things over time. And there's probably a grain of truth to that. Yet there's also a grain of truth to the fact that each of these stories is continually told. It never really goes away. And I think there has to be a level of truth to that for a story to persist as it does. Yes, there are urban legends. Yes, there are stories that persist because they're fun. But usually there's a seed of truth in those stories that help them to ring true. And I think with paranormal stories, that is often the case. There is a seed of truth in each of the stories that we hear, and that helps those stories to survive. The reality that there's so much of the world and of the universe that we haven't even discovered, and the reality that stories and histories have been told about the paranormal for so long in so many regions of the planet, are what make me believe in the paranormal and make a lot of people at least believe a little bit in the paranormal to the point where they might like to learn more if they can. There is something else, though. 
The saying goes that seeing is believing. Especially when it comes to the paranormal, I believe that there is a huge piece of truth to that saying. I have seen and experienced a great many things in my life that make me a firm believer in the paranormal, even if no one else believes those stories. I do. So for this week and next week of the podcast, for these intermission episodes, I thought it might be fun to share a couple personal stories from me about my experiences with the paranormal. I thought this might be fun for a couple reasons. The first being that it gives you a little bit of insight into my inspirations as a writer and an artist. It gives you a little background of why I'm interested and where some of my ideas might come from. The second being it gives you a little insight into me, me as a person and me as just a writer telling my story. I think every writer puts a little bit of themselves into the stories that they create, and those stories usually come from something they've experienced in their life. So the idea of sharing a story that's a little more paranormal from my life is interesting to me. So I figured I'd take the opportunity during these intermission weeks to share a few. For this first intermission mini episode, and for my first paranormal experience story, I thought I would share the story of the first time I saw lights in the sky. And I know there's probably lots of you out there saying you see lights in the sky all the time. You see stars, you see airplanes, you see helicopters, and all of those very human experiences. My story is about the time that I saw lights in the sky that were very different than what we typically see. This story takes place almost 17 years ago now, which to think about is a pretty long time ago. It was when I was in college, and it was the first time that I had really thought about the reality that there is probably something more out there than humans. I've always been interested in the paranormal. I've always been interested in learning about the paranormal, even when I was a kid. So whether it was ghost stories or stories about aliens or whatnot, I was always interested in the topic, but there's a very big shift when you go from just being interested, interested in learning, to the reality of, oh, that's probably a real thing. This story is about my moment of going through that reality shift of, oh, I've learned a lot about this, I've read a lot about it, and yep, it's probably real. This story happened on a winter night in New England, and I don't know if all of you are from this area, likely not since this is a podcast. If you've never been to New England, in the winter, the skies are so much clearer here than they are in the summer. The humidity in the summer makes the stars really tough to see, for instance, in the summer here. In the winter, the skies are usually, unless it's snowing, pretty crystal clear. You can look up and you can see the stars as if they're much closer to Earth than they are. On this particular night, it was a clear night. It wasn't snowing or anything like that. The skies were very, very clear. And for me, ever since I was a kid, I love standing outside and looking at the stars, especially in the cold weather, because you can see so much more of the sky. So when I would be driving home from work, for instance, or going somewhere at night, I would usually take the time when I got out of my car to look up at the stars. And this story takes place in one of those instances. It was a relatively late night for me because at the time I worked in retail and I was working late at the store, getting the store ready for the following day. And so the story takes place at about 1130 midnight, so pretty late in the evening and certainly nice and dark and easy to see. And as I was driving from my job back to my home, I was noticing that 
there was really no one else on the road. And I was thinking that because I lived and worked in an area that was usually pretty busy during that time of my life. There were lots of stores around and lots of restaurants, but I noticed that there really wasn't anyone else there. It was just me. And even for 1130 at night, that was a little bit weird. It didn't bother me and it still doesn't bother me now that it was quiet. It was just an interesting moment to realize that, oh, it's a pretty quiet night. And as I was driving home, I drove from kind of the populated shopping area into a more woodsy area. Lots of New England has very, very tall trees and very wooded areas. So it's not uncommon to kind of go from this space where there's tons of stores into a space where there's nothing and sometimes not even streetlights. So I had made it to the part of my commute where there was nothing but trees and road. There was a road with no streetlights. And so since there were no other cars around and it was just me, all I could really see was the trees in the headlights of my car in the sky. So the really, really bright stars because it was such a cold winter evening. And as I'm driving, I'm noticing that something's a little bit different in the sky. And I didn't notice it all at once as I was driving. I was like, oh, maybe it's a reflection off my dashboard or it's something else going on. Maybe it's a helicopter flying by or something like that. After about 10 minutes on this road, and again, if you don't live in New England, there's lots of roads, wooded roads specifically, that are just really, really long and you drive for miles before you come out in the next populated area. And I noticed as I was driving that the lights were following me. And so I thought that was a little strange. And I kind of ignored it. I just kind of said, oh, it's a weird thing. And it seems to be popping up as I'm driving, but not a big deal. It could be anything. These lights didn't look like stars. These lights were a grouping of five orange type glowing lights that were kind of zooming around in the sky and not zooming around separate from each other, but kind of clustered together. Eventually, I started to ignore them and I just said, you know what, whatever, I'm just going to finish driving home. As humans do, we tend to ignore the unusual when we're tired or when we're looking to do something else. And I drove the rest of the way home without incident. But like I normally did, when I got out of the car after I had parked it, I stopped to look up at the stars because that's something I enjoy. And at the time, I lived in an area where, again, not a whole lot of streetlights, pretty quiet area, not a lot of people around. It was just me because it was so late at night. When I got out of the car, it was wicked cold. I remember that. And I remember looking up at the sky after I locked my car and seeing that the lights were still there. They weren't zooming around anymore. The five of them were sitting in the shape of a triangle and just hovering above me. They weren't flying around. They weren't chasing anything. They weren't moving from one end of the sky to the other. They just sat there. There were no other sounds. There were no other typical sounds that you would have with airplanes, for instance, or other things flying through the sky. And this was well before the time of other people flying like toy drones and things like that around in the sky. This was well before that was a common thing for people to have around. This was even well before, and this is dating me now, but well before kind of cell phones and all of that were really a huge thing. So it was a quiet time, not a lot of technology around that could explain those particular lights in the sky. But I stood there next to my car and just stared at them stared at these five orange lights in the shape of a triangle sitting above me. And it was one of the most surreal moments I had had up until that point in my life where everything else kind of just faded away. I was looking up at the twinkling of the stars and looking at these very distinct orbs of light and having this realization that they aren't the same thing. These lights were from somewhere else or someone else. They didn't stay for long. It was probably maybe two or three minutes. And then they were gone. They just faded away. 
I stood there for a lot longer. Stood there looking through the sky and trying to find them again. They weren't there. They had just faded away as if they had never existed. So these orange lights, they were in the sky for about 10 minutes of my commute and then two or three minutes of me being parked in my parking space. In those 13 or so minutes, I went from a, eh, it's probably just something else in the sky, it's probably an airplane or something, to realizing that they were likely so much more. After that, I did a lot of research online, or at least what online was back then. It certainly wasn't as vast as it is now. And over many years of my life, I've done more research and seen more lights in the sky. But that was the first time I had that realization that there's something more out there. And I had that kind of wow moment, standing in that cold winter weather, staring up into the sky, into these extremely clear stars, and seeing these five orange lights that shouldn't have been there, but were. So that's my paranormal story for this week. I know it's a little bit short, but this is a mini episode. And if you ended up liking this episode and liking this kind of broadcast from me, let me know in my comments and I can look into creating more of these types of episodes if people seem to like them. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Star Jelly Files podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you are having a great day. The Star Jelly Files is written, produced, voice acted, and created by me, Elizabeth Hamblett. If you would like to support the podcast and gain access to bonus content, check out my Patreon at www.patreon.com starjellyfiles. If you would like to learn more about the podcast or visit our merch store, check us out at www.starjellyfiles.com. The links are also in the description.